Hey, you beautiful being. Welcome to Empowered Human with Nina Garcia. I am your host. And today, oh, today, have we got an episode for you. So the question, I always like to start with a question for the episode. I always like to let people know where are we coming from and where are we going? And today's episode is going to be focusing on the question, how do you move beyond your fears? My answer in a nutshell for you is going to be you lean into your edge because the only way out is through. Now, of course, we're not going to be exploring every facet of this, but I do like to give you a real life story. And today's real life story is going to be from the life of moi. I'm calling it my redneck Thanksgiving for reasons that will be very obvious in a moment. But for those of you who find that you can explore this material, that you are ready to explore challenging your fears, your biases, and really lean into the question, how do I move beyond your fear, right? You're going to lean and say you're in this one. So grab a journal or a really good friend to dialogue with about what comes up for you in this episode, because you know that I am so, so curious. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Empowered Human, the dramatically playful podcast that invites you to heal humanity. The one within you, me, and the world at large. I'm your host, drama therapist, empowerment specialist, and not to mention empowered human, Nina Garcia. And I'm so stoked you're joining me on the journey. Every Wednesday, you are invited to explore transforming from powered to empowered with genuinely human stories of courageous existence, healing from invalidation, and truly belonging to you. So wherever you are in the spectrum, from empowerment curious to empowered human ambassador, this podcast is designed to humanize. Get ready to lean into your edge, heal your worldview, and finally belong to you. This is Empowered Human. Let's go ahead and start with our usual breath on in. We're getting present. Exhale it out in your own way, shape, and form so that you can ground and get ready to dive in or walk through the upcoming material. I do want you to laugh with me as we move through this episode. Y'all know that a big part of the empowered human lifestyle is playing with really hard things and transforming hard conversations into teachable moments. This episode, of course, will be no different. And there are three pillars that we typically go through in any episode, right? Courage, healing, and belonging. And so you've already got one of your nuggets of wisdom when it comes to the courage piece, right? How do you move beyond your fears? You got to lean into your edge because the only way out is through. So for those of you who say courage, I want to be practicing that more. That is the beginning, right? We are going to be talking about healing and belonging a little bit later in the episode, but I want to give you the story first. Yes, I promised you a story, my redneck Thanksgiving, and I'm going to I'm going to preface this story with a little bit of background. I am from New York originally. Yes, I was born up there. I have family up there still. My graduate school years were spent up there. And while I have been in Houston long enough to consider myself a Houstonian, I got a city girl vibe, okay? I am a city girl who loves to do things outdoors. And this year for Thanksgiving, my cousin, her husband, we're going to call him Mike for this episode, Mike invites me out to their Thanksgiving. 
Now, I don't usually spend time uh, with my cousin and her side of the family, right? Her husband's side of the family, that is, right? This year, I got a lot of drama with my family. And I was like, you know what? It sounds it sounds like it might be a little nice for me to get out. Sounds like it might be a little nice for me to try something different. But the way that I was invited was, hey, if you want to get out and do something different, have yourself a redneck Thanksgiving. Now I'm going to pause this story there and tell you what was happening internally after that was the invitation laid out on the table. I hear that and my city girl mind goes straight to, oh my God, did he just say that? And I'm like shocked. Let me tell you why I'm shocked. In my world growing up, if you were to use the word redneck, it was considered like a derogatory term, something that was negative. And so I never used that term growing up. I never used it. I was like, that's a slur. I'm not going to use that. I feel no need to use that. And here somebody was identifying as a redneck, using the language. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, Nina, what do you do? So I just took a breath in. I settled myself and I was like, I'm not getting any vibes that he feels like this is negative. And I was really trying to listen into the feeling here, not just the story that my brain was telling me. The feeling that I was getting from Mike was uh, love and connection and fun, right? It was fun to be a redneck was a sensation there and like, come be with us. It was welcoming. It was inviting. And so then I thought, Oh, well, it's it's not a it's not a negative thing, but maybe it's and I quite literally thought this. I thought maybe it's like the N-word, Nina. You don't say it unless you're a part of that group. Do not say that. You can repeat that he said it was a redneck Thanksgiving, but do not call those people redneck. You don't really understand the stories behind it, right? So this was the beginning. This is the beginning of my invitation to the redneck Thanksgiving. And I didn't know what to expect. I went there with my little girl Thanksgiving Day. And as we're driving over, I feel inside me this growing anxiety, this growing fear around what's going to happen for me as a Latina in this reddening Thanksgiving arena. And so I'm singing songs with my little, we're having a good time, but this growing anxiety. <laughs> and as we pull up to the gate, here's what I see. I'm going to give you a snapshot. Lots of homes, some big, some small, lots of different types of homes, but with land around them, right? They're on some land. I'm used to city life, right? Things being very close to each other. I'm like, oh, okay, we're out like in the country. <laughs> and I pull up to their gate. So there is a gate and it's not open. And immediately I feel this tension in my chest increase. And I think, oh my God. I'm going to need to get out of the car. I'm going to need to get out of the car. And I know that I've been told that this is a dangerous space because what happens if they pull out their guns, if they think I'm a stranger? This is literally the story that's going on in my head. Mind you, folks, I have not seen a single person walking around with a gun. I have not seen a single person out to get me. All of this is story. And I want you to start thinking about this as we continue this episode. What is the difference between something? that is dangerous, and something that is scary. Pausing the story again, here's your little nugget knowledge drop. Dangerous versus scary is really important when you're trying to challenge your fears. Dangerous moments involve 
imminent danger. I'm in the water. A shark is coming toward me. That is a dangerous moment. Scary moments involve the idea of imminent danger. I'm in the water. I don't see a shark, but there could be a shark in the water. Scary. See the difference? So I want you to play with that. If you take nothing from this episode, take dangerous versus scary with you, okay? It's a great skill to have, to be able to have that kind of perspective and awareness. So I'm here at the gate. I'm going to get back to the story. I am too afraid to get out of the car. So I text Mike and I say, hey, I'm here. And I just wait. And I wait. And then he finally gets back to me and the gate opens and I think, okay, all right, just breathe in, breathe in. Nina, you're leaning into your edge. You are moving through this territory. You've got this. And I pull up my car in through the driveway and I don't see any particular spot to park my car that is like labeled. And I think, oh my God, you're going to park in the wrong spot. My, my, my anxiety is still naturally increasing here. Anybody who'd be like, where do I park, right? But I pull up next to the other cars, super logical spot. <laughs> and I pause. My body is still riddled with tension. I see all of this family sitting on the porch, standing on the porch. Everybody's hanging out. And I breathe and I settle myself. And I remind myself that there is nothing dangerous here. It's just really scary. It's just really scary based on ideas that I've been told that I've had, right? Ex negative experiences that I have had, right? As a minority in America, those are real, but not with these people. These are different human beings. I have never met most of them before, right? Uh, well, never hung with most of them before, right? Seen them around. This is my cousin's family. And I've never had a bad experience with them, point blank, right? And I take a breath in. I put my game face on. And I get ready to just be myself to the best degree possible to just be myself. I open the car door. My cousin comes over and I think, thank God. She immediately calms me, just her presence calms me because I know her. It's grounding, right? Mike comes on over and I'm like, oh, thank God, more people than I know, right? And it's helping me ground, okay? Pausing the story there. Do you think it might be helpful when you are leaning into your edge to have people and things that are familiar to you to help you ground, to help you find comfort in the discomfort? Yes, the answer is so yes. Yes, please. Know what those things are that will bring you comfort when you are leaning into your edge with the discomfort. I get my kid out. We have a beautiful time with this family that is blended and loving and um, playful, right? They're playful with each other and communicative and expressive. And my kid's having a good time with her cousins and it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful scene. And I mostly keep to myself, right? I don't really know anyone very well. I mostly keep to myself. And I'm leaning into this edge and I'm finding greater comfort in my body. I'm finding more relaxation, more peace. The tension is being relieved, right? I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. I'm eating good food. The question from the top of this episode, right, was how do you move beyond your fears? And my invitation to you is to lean into your edge because the only way out is through. Do you see how I continued to lean into my edge Checking back in with myself, grounding back in with myself to see, can I keep moving through this territory that is scary, not dangerous? Do you see how because I did that, I was able to find greater comfort within my own discomfort? And do you understand how 
beautiful that is to know that you can do this in your own life. You can choose a space where you lean into your edge, where you move through that emotional territory so that by the end you say, gosh, I can experience more of humanity out there, more of life, knowing that I feel comfortable within myself, that I have greater agency over the way that I feel and the way that I'm showing up and experiencing the world around me. Yes, I hope you're saying that you want that because I would want that for you. Hashtag liberation, folks. That's freedom. <laughs> you being able to feel and be yourself wherever you go. That is freedom. So I could pause there. There are so many different bits and pieces that I could add into this. But of course, I want to give you these main nuggets, right? Again, we're asking this question. How do you move beyond your fears? You lean into your edge. And the only way out is through, right? To move through that. I found so much comfort in the discomfort that day, and I, I feel so much more at ease. There was, before I go into the adventure challenges and things that I typically go into at the end of the episode, there's a little bit of a bonus to this Thanksgiving. So keep listening in if you want to hear that. You know how I keep talking about leading into your edge, right, and just continuing on through? There is actually an image that I want to offer you before I continue this story. Every time you think about when you feel anxious, what your brain is telling you is there is a cliff edge, and if you keep running up to that cliff edge, you're going to run right off the edge and you're going to fall. And it's telling you that this is dangerous and you should be anxious about this and you should be afraid of this. But unless it is dangerous, right, let's just say it's just scary, your brain is still going to send you the exact same image. If you can tell yourself and know that it's actually just scary, when you run up to that edge, when you lean into that edge, I want you to believe that just past the edge, there is a step down to a landing. That's it. Your brain couldn't see that there was a landing on the other side. It couldn't see that you had a way to keep moving forward. All it saw was the edge. So when you say, Nina, I hear you. This isn't dangerous. This is just scary. I'm going to lean into my edge and remember that just past the edge, just past the scariest tipping point is a step down, that's it, to a landing where I just get to walk on through my own emotional territory and feel okay again. Take that image with you. Write it down in that journal. Talk about it with your friends, right? Are you running up to the edge and then realizing there's that landing, right? As we share that, right, and as you explore this in your own world, I'm going to continue that story. I'm going to go back to the story one more time. Near the end, right before I left, there wasn't anything in particular about this Thanksgiving that seemed quote-unquote rednecky to me, except that there were some guns pulled out and there was some shooting, right, before I left, um, like responsible shooting, just so we're clear. But there was a moment where we were all sitting at the Thanksgiving table and uh, everybody's talking and I'm sitting and I, I feel a little alone at the end of the table because I don't know anybody directly around me really well. I'm sitting next to like the dad of the family. Um, one of the brothers is sitting across from me and there's a ton of family all around, right? And I look down the table and I happen to catch eyes with one of Mike's brothers. We're going to call him Nicholas for the sake of this episode. And the smile in that moment between Nicholas and I felt so genuine, so warm, so inviting, so kind. And I got to tell you guys, I don't know how often you have smiled at someone and felt that they feel like they're kind. I mean, genuinely kind. And from that moment, it stuck with me. It stuck with me so much that within the next 48 hours, Nicholas had my number, and we've talked every day since. And we have so much in common, and it has grown into this 
beautiful beginning of something that I don't know what it will be. But to say that this is a beautiful human being that I have met is an understatement. For those of y'all who've been following along, you know I've been single mom in it for a while. You know I've had lots of adventures, right? I'm very transparent about that. But the reason why I bring this up in particular in this episode as we're exploring, you know, how do you move beyond fear? How do you lean into that edge and continue on through? Because the only way out is through, right? To make it to the landing and keep moving forward. Is what would have happened if I didn't do that? What would have happened if I didn't lean into my edge? And I felt so anxious about attending a Thanksgiving that was different in my head, right? Different. That I didn't show up. And I declined the invitation to explore new territory. And I didn't meet this beautiful human being. What would I have lost for myself in being able to lean into my own biases and realize there is so much more to the idea of what it is to be a redneck? Would I have ever met this person if I wasn't willing to show up for myself first so that I could explore more of the world around me? I ask this question of myself often, but I also want you to ask yourself this question. I want you to put yourself in the story. I want you to get in the shoes of any of the characters in this story, whether it's me or Mike or Nick or maybe my kid, right? Whatever the case is. And really ask yourself, what are you missing out on because you're not leaning into your edge? What opportunities, what jobs, what events, what social experiences, what relationships are you missing out on because you're not leaning into your edge and not doing that work? And here's the thing is, I am not by any means telling you that you must do this work, right? Or that you have to lean into your edge all the time. But of course you know that we're about transforming hard conversations into into teachable moments here. Y'all know that the empowered human lifestyle is about choosing courage over cowardice, healing over harming, and belonging over rejecting. And as we think about the story that I've shared and some of the processing that I've shared with you, and even your own process, right, of how are you leaning into your edge and moving through, I want to be really clear on the courage, healing, and belonging aspects of this story and this moment that I shared, right, this very real moment in my life. It took courage for me to be able to show up for myself in a new way and to show up with this family in a new way. It took courage for me to do that. Because I was willing to be courageous, I was also able to heal parts of me that say that I shouldn't show up in spaces with people who are different because they might be scary, it might be dangerous. It helped me heal from stories that were very old, right? Now, I'm not going to say it's all gone, right? I will probably still feel anxiety when I go through small towns, but I will probably also feel less of it because I now have positive experiences with actual human beings, right, who, who are a part of that category. So the healing is there so that I can belong to myself more places in the world, so that I can feel as if I belong in more places in the world. Y'all picking up what I'm putting down? <laughs> Courage, healing, and belonging. That's the empowered human life. But it has to start with you and it has to start with realizing, am I going to choose courage in this moment? Now, for those of you who are like, wait a minute, Nina, if you're saying I don't choose courage, are you saying I'm a coward? No, I'm not saying that beautiful human being. (laughs) Everybody has their own capacity, you know, and their own ability to be able to move forward and lean into their edge. But of course, I do want you to lean into your edge. I want you to try new things. I want you to diversify yourself. And I want you to be able to own your truth without oppressing yourself and most certainly without oppressing other people. I don't want you to miss out on opportunities because of some limiting narrative that somebody gave you at some point in your life. We always have adventure challenges at the end of the episode. And of course, this one's going to be no different, right? Adventure challenges work like this. I give you guys an episode every week, right? Mostly every week. And 
the adventure challenges invite you between this episode and the next episode, right over the next week, to put something into action, to show up a little bit differently, a little bit more empowered human in your life with yourself, with others, and maybe even with the world at large, depending on where you're at in your journey. So adventure challenges go in three different levels. Level one, self-awareness. Level two, self-knowledge. Level three, self-realization. If you are my level ones out there, you're looking at self-awareness. You have listened to this episode and you're saying, Nina, I want to acknowledge my discomfort and fears. I'm at the self-awareness stage. I just want to be real with myself that there is fear there, that there is discomfort there. And I'm not going to avoid that anymore. I'm going to be aware of it. My hat is off to you if you're a level one. Yes, own where you're at. This is your journey. Own where you're at, okay? If you're like, Nina, I've got that down pat. Give me level two. Level two, self-knowledge, yes? Now that you are aware of it, you're not hiding it. You're not putting it under the carpet or in the closet, right? You got to have some knowledge on it. Is it scary or is it dangerous? That fear and discomfort that you're feeling, right? In the level one challenge. You've acknowledged it. Now, is it scary or is it dangerous? You have to know this. And I can't tell you that. I don't have context for your situation. But as you are willing to explore these new emotional landscapes and arenas within you, as you get out there in the real world, right, you're going to want to be able to have that perspective. Is it scary or is it dangerous? If you say, Nina, I've got this, right? Dangerous, imminent danger, scary idea of danger, right? What's my level three? I want that level three challenge. Self-realization. I want you to choose one thing. One thing. That's it, y'all. Don't, don't do a million things just yet. We may not be ready for it. Just choose one thing to lean into your edge and commit to moving through. To leaning right up to that cliff edge and believing that there is a step down on the other side, but you cannot see it because your brain is trying to protect you at all costs, which means it is willing to limit you to protect you. But of course, coming back to that question, what could you be missing out on because you're not willing and able to lean into your edge just yet? What could you be missing out on because even if you are willing and able, you're choosing not to. And if you're at the point where you have capacity to choose my beautiful, empowered human being out there, commit. Just one thing, what could you lean into your edge with this upcoming week? How can you diversify your world and open it up so that you can experience more of life as yourself? You picking up what I'm putting down? I hope so. I hope so. So that is what I have planned for you today. I hope that you are keeping yourself safe out there. And if you are going to commit, right, whether you're at self-awareness, self-knowledge, self-realization, if you are out there and you are ready and doing the Adventure Challenge this week, would you let me know on Instagram at Drama Therapist Nina? You can tag me. You can send it to me privately. Whatever it is, I want to celebrate with you. And if you are out there doing the thing, definitely share this episode. If you're like, this was the one, I want to share it. Share it with people so that we can get more people on that empowered human path, right? Diversifying the stories, learning like how do you show up as your most vibrant self without oppressing yourself and without oppressing others. Yeah, this world is so much beauty to it. Yes, of course there's pain. Yes, of course there's trouble. Yes, of course there's things that are low lights that we do not like and also... How do you empower yourself to move beyond that with healing, great and courage and belonging? Thank you so much for listening in. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for being willing to explore healing your humanity on Empowered Human. I hope you found at least one new way to transform your worldview from powered to empowered. 
If you took something from the show, please take a moment of your time and subscribe to Empowered Human. And if it really nourished you, leave us a review. Your feedback helps me understand what our community needs. Not to mention, it helps others discover the empowered human life. So keep this last bit in mind. All the visual goodies come with me on Instagram at Drama Therapist Nina. Stay up to date there on upcoming episodes, behind the scenes goodness, and reels dropping knowledge. Thank you again for being part of the empowered human community. Until next time, stay curious.